Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The Gossip Gaze. The Gossip Gaze. Hello and welcome to the Gossip Gaze podcast. I'm not a doctor, Sam Morris. And I'm still a cruiser, Billy Andrew. And this week on the show, Billy becomes besties with Britney Spears. Sam pops his dentures out for an evil twink. And we find out where's the worst place to wear a butt plug. Hello and welcome to the Gossip Gaze podcast with me, DJ Billy Andrew. And me, producer Sam. Yay. and this podcast is two queers in your ears talking shit from our community having a good time eating shit talking shit so if you like to do both of those things tune in because you're in the shit place exactly where all the shit goes down exactly that now shall we address the um, elephant in the room which is there's no Danny Beard on this show because um, they're taking a break but not a long break don't worry they are just away for this week um, on holiday Um, I FaceTimed Dan yesterday actually and, the, and they were by the pool. They were um, actually talking to some turkeys, weirdly. Where Dan's staying. Turkeys? There's tur- yeah, there's turkeys down a hill. And Dan was like <laughs> shouting at them and they were replying back. Like Dan was making turkey noises. But where's, so, what, where's, where's Danny staying? Somewhere in Spain, in like a villa. Um, <laughs> but there's like a big hill and down the hill, there's like a... I don't want to call it a turkey farm because I don't think they they killed the turkeys. I think they were wild turkeys. And Dan was just like shouting at them and they were replying. It was hilarious. But anyway, Dan's talking to turkeys in Spain. Well, so that's what, so what Dan It sounds like Danny does need this holiday. They've absolutely lost the plot. <laughs> Hundred percent. I mean, I mean, he's sick of people. He's talking to turkeys. So <laughs> that's it. Um, there's uh, there's something else that the producers want me to say, which I'm going to read now. So if you want to get in touch with us, <laughs> share a dilemma, funny story, or anything else, camp crazy or cuckoo, you can email us letters at gossipgazepod.com, or you can DM us on Instagram. Where's that, Sam? That, that? is yeah. at gossipgazepod. And don't forget, we say it all the time. Mm -hmm. saying it you can get in touch via whatsapp and actually our best stuff comes through on whatsapp get in on that Uh, text voice notes do whatever you like be creative have fun with it and if you want to be a non just say it's that easy (laughs) wow sam do you know what uh yeah so if you want to get the number for that head over to our episode's description and if you are a sam fan if you are an LGBTQ plus conservative, you're going to love this show because oh, we've got Sam for the that episode. started off early, didn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it did. I just wanted to get that in there. But um... I can't wait for the next election just so I can take a picture, a selfie <laughs> in the polling booth with my vote. You know, and then you know also 
that's illegal don't do that but i'm gonna have to <laughs> i want you to do it in permanent marker though because they do do it in pencil and i tr- and i don't trust you to rub it out and then put it in conservative <laughs> that's quite clever though that and i'm not gonna give them points um how are you you're still away in greece I am. Well, technically, I'm not in Greece. I woke up in Croatia this morning. Are we doing a different route? Um, so I've done the, it was called the Greek Island Glow is the name of the cruise um, route. I've done Ooh. that twice. I'm now doing the third. Is that why they call a facial now, a Greek Island Glow? A Greek Island Glow. And I've got a little Greek Glow. Um, <laughs> but I wanted to tell you about the gay beach because I, I teased that I was going to go to this gay beach. Um, I think it was oh, on the bonus episode. Yeah. So... I felt really grown up and I got off the ship and I went to go rent a car because I was like, you know what, this um, this beach is about 25 minutes away and I didn't know the taxi like number, there was no Uber, so I was like, oh, mm. I'll just rent a car. And I like I drove on the other side of the road and I was like, I felt so grown up. I was like, very grown up. I know, I felt like a proper proper adult for the first <laughs> time. And then I got to the gay beach and um, I thought it was a nudist beach as well. I saw the gay pride flag, so I was like, great, I'm in the right place. Where? And then, like, I looked, and I was like, where's all the cocks and fannies? Where's all the where's all the queer people? I was like, this is not a gay nudist beach. So I, I got on a sun lounge, and then you have to pay for that, and then somebody came around with drinks. And I could actually then sort of see there was a few gay couples around, but it's not like I imagined. I wanted, like, wall-to-wall assholes and penises yeah, you, out and there wasn't yeah you, there was nothing you wanted to go to a dark room in the sun that's exactly that's <laughs> exactly what i wanted to do that was my main aim um so then i went on my little day guide for mechanos where i found this day beach and then it was like to the right you go over the rocks that's where people that's might where be naked get your rocks off exactly that's where you get your rocks off over the rocks so um all right, I'll get me, I'll get me little trunks on, and I'll head over there. And then, as I was, as I was walking over the rocks, there was like a little mini beach, like in between the two rocks. It wasn't big, but that's where there was about. I don't want to overegg the pudding, but I'd say at least seventy-five. No, gay, gay naked men, all just sunbathing. What? And I was like, what? I was like, right, this is the gay, this is the gay nudist. You bit. found gay mecca. I found it, but then I was too scared to go down because there was there weren't a patch of sand big enough for me to sit on because it was like there was that many gay men there and they're all naked. What? And this was just hang on, this was just off the side of the regular beach, hidden away. Yeah, I mean, was it I even think... hidden away? When you yes, knew where it was, it was because... could you see it from the main beach? No, you couldn't see it. Like you had to purposely go over the rocks and do a a small a small hike. It wasn't like dangerous, but then I sort of looked down and saw because at the other end of the beach, there was like a bar, a restaurant and the families. And I was like, have I come to the wrong place? Because I don't imagine there's gay men doing stuff round here because I was expecting a full day beach, but basically just just gay men. And that didn't happen. Of course, in that little the only time you went on a hike was for the promise of cock. (laughs) The only time you've gone on a hike was because you thought there was gay men all on your side. Well, and they, they were all shagging. No, they weren't shagging. They were all just relaxing and chatting. And um, that's nice, wholesome. Yeah, it, yeah, it was. It was. Um, it wasn't as seedy as I thought it was going to be because Danny went to a, um, a nudie speech and Dan said he saw like um, erect penises and people going up the rocks to do stuff. I don't think it was the same place, but I didn't see any of that, and I got a little bit scared. Um, and Morgan's coming next week, so I said to Morgan, "We'll go." Uh, when he comes to Mechanos and we'll get our little cocks out on that little little <laughs> little gay beach. <laughs> I was going to say, did you uh, whip your kit off this time round? 
No, I didn't get naked. No, I just got, I just got, uh, I just got me belly just out. Got your phone out. Um, yeah, belly and phone, and Took I listened pictures. to some Beyonce. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, and I don't know what else I've got to report on, really. Well, um, hang on, what's this about you chatting to Britney Spears? You've left oh a little goodness. note here to remind yourself chatting to Britney I Spears. Have. I'm so assuming I... that's because like she has to talk to you in order to tell you about the restraining order. Exactly, exactly. So what happened was I got a DM. Well, basically this um, Instagram page followed me, Britney underscore Spears underscore underscore underscore. And they followed me and I was like, it was like a blank profile. I thought, Do you know what, I'll follow that back for the laugh. Followed it back. And they were like, hi, this is Britney Spears. I know you can't believe it's me, but this is my secret account that I talk to my fans on. Oh, thank and you, I Britney. Was... Of course you messaged me of everyone. Of course. And then and then I responded saying, um, oh, thank you so much, Britney. I love your work. I played into it. Obviously, this is a scam. I knew they were going to be asking for money at some stage. Um, and then the conversation went on and they were like... Um, I love chatting to my fans this way and it was going on and the conversation was progressing and I was going into it and I was like, I was like, are you working on new music? She was like, yes, a new album. And I went, can I hear it? And oh, she's like, I own, and then, and then she was like, she was like, um, I only let my fans hear it if they sign up to my organization. I was oh, like, she's starting a cult now. And the organization was a charity to help, um, children who are underprivileged from around the world and all the money that she's getting from the fans is then obviously going to go to these underprivileged children all over the world and i said sorry Brittany, i can't afford to give you anything right now and then that's when the conversation ended did you not she inquire did... about how much membership was no i didn't i just said i couldn't afford because i didn't want to entertain this organization because I... I thought, do you know what if they send me a link and i click on it and then they've got me bank details i do something stupid like that when i'm drunk do you know what I mean? I do love it when you see those um, accounts and they ask, like, how, how do I know it's you? And then they always just send back them singing. But it's obviously just they've just played the song. And everyone's like, oh, my God. Wow. It's <laughs> like I'm God. there. It's crazy. But you know what? I did think, like, if I was a vulnerable person, um, I, you know, what? sometimes, like, people fall for these slams all the time, mm -hmm. don't they? So um, watch out. But. I could tell it wasn't Britney Spears. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you know what I mean. Also, just to play devil's advocate, if there was any celebrity who was gonna make an account to then just message fans randomly and maybe ask for money, <laughs> it would be Britney Spears. <laughs> do you know what? I'll, do you know what? They, they are doing quite a good job there because you are correct. Out of all like, the all the celebs in the world who would ask for money, Britney absolutely Britney. would take it upon herself to message random people, be like, "I'm raising money for charity." <laughs> absolutely, but do you know who has been doing? Um, like, I follow Amanda Bynes on Twitter, but she does have a secret Twitter, and it is actually her. Like, I'm not saying who it's a secret Twitter, and it's just time like she posts pictures of herself. And I know she's not in a good way at the moment because she keeps asking people to cash up her twenty dollars so she can get an Uber Aww. and stuff. Like, like that is a side. Like, she's. I do feel bad for Amanda Bynes. I um, weird tangent. Uh, we ended up having this like weird minor interest of basically finding porn stars that used to like about five ten years ago, and where where are they now? And it's oh right, always stuff like that. Some of them ended up doing quite. It's it's, it's way sadder than you think it's going to be. Some of them end up doing quite well. Some of them are probably still doing porn. A lot of them are just on Twitter, just asking for money. Not even doing OnlyFans or anything like that. Like, I remember there's this one guy that I liked, found his Twitter and he was like, oh yeah, can anyone send me 20 quid for an Uber? 
like, yeah, it's oh a bit, shit, uh, yeah, it's it, very yeah, sad, isn't it? Like, way to ruin like... porn for yourself. Find out that your favorite porn star can't afford the Uber. It's oh, sad. do you know what? Do you know what? Sam, send in that 20, 20 oh. quid, send in 20 quid, Ben. <laughs> Treat yourself, exactly. You've earned it. So, what have you been up to, my love? I've not really spoken to you in ages. You had your birthday, actually. I what? It was my birthday. I happy birthday. Thank you. I've turned twenty-seven. Um, honestly, I know that like I'm supposed to be like, oh my god, I can't believe it. Oh, I'm so what? Nah, I'm vibing, pure vibing. I'm fine with it. I saw it coming. Yeah, you did. And do you know what? Hopefully, you won't enter that uh, very famous club. 27 Club. Yeah, the 27 yeah. Club. You've got one year to survive. I wasn't hopefully. sure if you meant 27 Club or over 25s on X Factor because now I'm <laughs> I'm just looking 25s down the eye and I'm just going straight into that category. Like just do you know further what? and further into it. Do you know do you know when we used to watch X Factor when we were younger and like I used to look at the over 25 category and I used to think Oh my god, they're so fucking old. Oh, I like, thought they're they haggard. Haggard. They they looked <laughs> gross everybody some... even if they were 26 they looked 82 <laughs> some poor girl who's like 26 and she looked like she'd seen things yeah, exactly how strange is that that we would now if we went on x factor be in that category yeah, and people would be looking at us being like you are disgustingly old <laughs> <laughs> what well, speaking of which for saying this don't get wrong i love being 27 pure vibing 26 was a bit shit some vibing being 27 and it's, yeah it's all good vibes saying that day one of being 27 um going to grinder and uh, i get a message from someone it just says hey your standard like very beige message click on the profile do you know what was in that person's bio i, I want to know i want to know this person that messaged me their bio said sorry i'm only into older men <gasps> with an emoji of a granddad of a mustached <laughs> granddad <laughs> Excuse me, you evil little twink. Who are you Was calling any... an older man? <laughs> I'm 27. An older man and a granddad emoji. You evil little twink. Oh, my God. So your first day of being 27, you were... Um... Harassed. <laughs> Said abused. that you looked haggard and old. Yeah, yeah. abused. <laughs> do, you know, do you know what? There is a lot of... Um, like, there is a lot of younger younger guys let's say like in terms of like 19 20 who do say older is like anything above 25 and for me older's not that for me older the age probably for older is me is probably like 45 plus well, all they know is x factor that's what they're going on okay. all they know is <laughs> x factor x factor made over 25s <laughs> death Ruined. you might as well be dead if you're over 25 <laughs> i'm never gonna be a pop star now do you know what though? Do have you updated your grinder age to twenty seven? Uh, yes, I did. <laughs> oh, you did. See, I, I, I reckon if you didn't put your age on there though, I don't think you would get the older because you don't look older. Like you, 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 you could pass for maybe twenty four. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I feel very. I, I've got a strong mid twenties energy about me. You do. I'm a, yeah. I'm a bit muscly, but I can't grow facial hair, so. <laughs> Oh, maybe a bit younger than maybe 23. She don't have the facial hair. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, this granddad emoji that you sent to me had a moustache. So that felt very pointed. Like, jokes on you, I couldn't do that. Well. I, the main question is, though, did you respond? No, because if you haven't got anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. And I, do you know what? I, at the time, was very triggered. <laughs> I'd have said, 
I, 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 I actually don't know what I would have said. I think I'd have just probably shagged him anyway and said, "Call me granddaddy." <laughs> <laughs> Call me Delf. Call me Delf, Jilf. baby. So what? So what else did you do for your birthday? Did you get drunk? Side note. Yeah. Pet peeve of mine. I really hate when people call it like a birthday week. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it's not. It's not a national holiday. It's not a religion. Anyway, here's what I did for my birthday week. It spanned about eight days. <laughs> uh, <laughs> started off eight days before my actual birthday. Bottomless brunch and like went all around <gasps> town. Lethal. I went and I think this is my favorite brunch experience. Crazy Pedro's bottomless brunch. Unlimited okay. pizza, unlimited frozen margaritas, unlimited hooch, pills. Fucking fantastic. That was brilliant. Um, wow. And like that 90 minute slot, I was able to get through six slices of pizza, which was a whole pizza. Like yeah. three frozen margaritas, a couple cans of hooch. We all did well. And you know what? It was good because you know how some people at Bottomless Bunches, they're very lax. Do you know what I mean? Like they saunter over, oh, do you want another drink? And they'll probably ask you like twice in the full time. Mm-hmm. Every time we finish a slice of pizza, every time we finish a drink, they'll back over like, do you want another round? And we're like, yes, we're getting the most out of this 30 pound. That's exactly what you want for a Bottomless Brunch. You want the experience to feel like... It is bottomless. Oh, I didn't like breathe. Me. I didn't have time for oh, air. Yeah. Good. Do you great. know what? Do you know what I found though? Speaking of frozen margaritas, because we're on about age as well. As I'm getting older, I can't have these frozen blended drinks. I get oh, brain freeze too quick. It. I I was a blended ice that queen. Is gay I used death. to. <laughs> I, I used to love a blended ice drink. And when people used to be like, oh, I can't have one. I get brain freeze. I used to be like pussy old. That... I used to down it. <laughs> do you know what I mean? But now I'm like. I, I I have two sips and I'm in pain for 15 minutes and then I have another two sips and I'm like, it's in my eyes now. Like, Are you saying you're too old to have a Tango Ice Blast now? Is that what's happened? I think, I think I'm too old to have a Tango Ice Blast. You know what? <laughs> We're all about being open and honest here, but I think you should have held on to that one. <laughs> that one could have stayed in your brain. <laughs> Keep well, it's it quiet. Frozen. I couldn't. I couldn't. Um, um, you know where else we on. went? We went Firehouse. Um, have you been to Firehouse before? Do you know what? It's my favourite space outside of uh, the gay village in Manchester. We've so come to it's... conclusion it's Canal Street for straight people. It is. It's Canal Street a lot for of... straight people. Yeah, uh, yeah, like a lot of queer people do go to it, but there is a lot of straight people who go, but it's fab. Oh, what yeah. was your experience like? It was brilliant. So we went, because they do like these uh, floor shows every half hour during the weekends. Mm-hmm. Um, so purposely booked a table for round about them. I mean, by this point, we'd also be, been drinking since midday so it's been like 10 hours so i mean we're all fucking ready for a show um and it's great like it's all like vogas and like drag acts and drag inspired acts like it was they were all fab it was amazing you should check it out the reason we found it so funny though is because it was just filled with straight people who were all like oh my god i've never seen anything like this before and like hun gay people you've not seen gay <laughs> people before <laughs> <laughs> do you know what i think it's just we're so accustomed to we are uh, the queer entertainment like you can yeah hit every 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 bar on canal street has a drag queen a voga a dancer queer entertainment for a queer audience and firehouse i kind of i kind of hope it's i mean i do know the queer performers who perform there and um and they're fab they really fab, fab and they get a fair wage and it's not it doesn't feel exploitative from firehouse like it just good. feels like they're putting on a good show and a lot of um a lot of my queer friends do go to it and there has been actually a um a couple of remarks made by some guys while my queer friends were there and 
they used the tea slur and they oh, were mocking um, the trans performers and Firehouse. Well, they informed the managers and the and the um, door staff of Firehouse, and they were ejected quicker than you could. Do you know what I mean? Great. Like, the, good. No messing around. Like they are really supporting the queers. That's so, great. So, so, so yeah, it doesn't feel exploitative. So I'd recommend people go to Firehouse if uh, oh, if you're looking I would. for a good night out. I am um, also. We we got there just at the end of food, <laughs> so we did order some pita bread. Now this is going to sound really dumb. It's the best pita bread I've ever fucking had. Like next, <laughs> I, it's not something I could ever imagine being that great. It's a pita bread. Right. Yeah, it yeah. was fucking phenomenal. I think because it was like freshly baked, it was like slightly doughy, had like this really nice hummus with like oil and chili. Like, oh fucking brilliant and more frozen margaritas that was the theme for my birthday was frozen margaritas and espresso martinis basically and getting and some pita there. bread yeah and pita bread um so go eat some pita bread and watch some uh camp acts 10 out of 10 really enjoyed 100 percent. and just just fyi as well on sunday they do sunday lunch and it's one of the best in manchester Ooh. the food is also incredible big statement yeah. that's there a big statement it is one of the best. It's one of the best, I'm telling you now. Um, and then, yeah, everything else that I've... So, yeah, my birthday has spanned over about two weeks. Um, I'm a changed man. I'm the monster that I feared. But it's been great. <laughs> a lot of it has just been, like, drinking in the sun. It's a good time for that. Good. It's worked out well. It's been good. Um, I also, one final food chat, went to Fazenda. Have you been to Fazenda? Is that the all-you-can-eat meat place? Fucking love Fazenda. Yeah, it's brilliant. Yeah. They just walk around with uh, slabs of meat and they just shave some off, put it on your plate. It's brilliant. Like uh, every steak I've had there has been like some of the best steak I've had. They do a really nice minted lamb, but they've just started doing, it's not even snack of the week yet, listen to me. They've just started doing uh, like a, a luxury menu, I think they called it. Where, okay. So it's separate from the all-you-can-eat. You can just pay extra to like, get this like gourmet shit. Um, there was prawns on there. The prawns like 50 quid. I was like, why are the prawns 50 quid? The table next to us ordered them. They were bigger than my fist. It was insane. They took a prawn <laughs> and put it on their plate and it covered the plate. Like, when when does a prawn stop being a prawn and become a lobster? Like I've never seen a prawn that big. Honestly, it blew my mind. And then I, uh, I ordered... I, th- I The reason I purely mention this because I think you'll think it's gross. Do you like steak tartare? No, I hate oh, it. Oh, I fucking love it. I had Wagyu steak tartare. I love Wagyu meat. Oh. But steak tartare, I can't, I can't get on board with things that aren't cooked. That's why I don't have sushi either. I like the vegetable sushi, but I don't have raw sushi. On, honestly, if, you, if you're ever going to give it another try, try steak Wagyu tartare. Fucking Thing fantastic. is, and now I do sound like a Tory. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what? I would try it if I closed my eyes and someone put it in my mouth. I do that yeah, with a lot of things. You do that for anything. I would do that with anything. <laughs> You've tried Shut a lot my of eyes, things to close my... your eyes and open my mouth. <laughs> exactly. Exactly that. Well, do you know what, Sam? I'm really glad you've had a fab birthday. Thank you. Um, More about being 27. Exciting things ahead. Can't wait. Perfect. Shall we crack on which show? Actually, before we do it, there's one thing I wanted to pick your brains about. I wanted to um, get your thoughts on this right because I wasn't sure what to think at first and it's kind of like changed my perspective a bit since like seeing a bit more about it. So one of my friends just went to a living funeral. Um, have you ever heard of a living funeral before? So I think I have actually. So I see, uh, referring back to a porn star again, but I follow a porn star on Twitter, um, on <laughs> Instagram and I think they did a living funeral for their twenties, like saying oh. like 
So they were they did like a living funeral birthday. So they were like saying their thirtieth was a living funeral, and they all mourned the death of their twenties. Right. So I've seen a few people do that. I know one friend that actually wants to do that for um, going into her thirties. Um, yeah. This right. So uh, it's a friend of a friend. So this isn't my story. Like he he went to this living funeral stuff like that. But she's been terminally ill for a long time. She wants to do a living funeral. So it is literally just like a funeral while she's still alive. And oh, shit. I heard that my mate was going to this. And to be honest, my initial reaction was like, Oof, I don't know if I'd want to go. I don't know if I'd want to experience my own funeral. Um, I mean, first off, she called it a funeral, a fun okay. funeral. Um, yeah. And Billy, can I, can I say I wanted to be at this woman's funeral? Like, Why? <laughs> this funeral looked so fucking sick. Stars, the invites were like a wooden coffin with a bottle of tequila <laughs> with like the time and place then my mate goes along right it's still in a cathedral and there's still eulogies right. and stuff the full thing's rigged out dawn french was there doing eulogy as the vicar of dibley what i was like what the fuck is this i think fern cotton did a eulogy there um and then when the whole thing's done and like they're all like having a laugh and stuff whole thing's done they have a rave in this fucking cathedral like it's decked right. out with lights and DJs and like this funeral looks so fucking sick. I kinda wish oh I was my there. God. Insane. What the I, I I've never heard of this. When when you initially first said it, like this this person was terminally ill and then had a funeral for herself, I was like, Oh, I couldn't think of anything worse than attending that. It's gonna be like everybody's just gonna be crying for hours. But, but that actually sounds I pretty thought. good. Yeah, I I originally heard of it. I was like, oh God, like that sounds really hard. Mate. This looked like one of the sickest parties ever. And that's the thing, because my mate's like taking videos and put it on social media. Don't think you'd normally take f videos at a funeral, but this time round, I get it. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> so yeah, they've not popped the clogs yet. But now I think I kind of, I would have one. It looks fucking sick. It looks, it looks insane. They were just having a yeah. sick party. Yeah, I think I would definitely have one now. I think I'd have a big old knees up. I, I wouldn't, yeah, I think I'd call it a funeral and I'd want, um, that fake Britney Spears to perform. <laughs> I mean, this girl got Dawn French to do a eulogy as a vicar of Dibley. Ask, ask nicely. You'll get Britney. I tell you, I might possibly get. I might like. I might be able to wangle Danny Beard from Drag Race to to do something there. No, nah, busy, <laughs> busy, sorry, too busy, too busy <laughs> <laughs> on holiday. Fucking <laughs> okay, bitch. Right. right, should we crack on with? Let's show? crack on with the show. Right, because we're all in different locations, time zones, and we can't pass through through, through a computer yet, which I think the next step in, in, in technology should be, we should be able to have, like, I should be able to lick my screen and taste are what you you're putting up. Are you Do trying you know I mean? to invent taste vision right now on the podcast? Are you trying to invent the next stage in It, it would be great for OnlyFans. screens. It <laughs> 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 not but, back to 160 loads jesus because, christ but because right. we are fat well sam's not <laughs> I, I still have the energy yeah yeah you uh you work out and i don't but we have got um we've had loads of recommendations for people saying try this try that and something that someone's recommended this week is the new mcflurry that's coming to uh mcdonald's you know i love mcdonald's i used to work there i rep mcdonald's i want to be sponsored by mcdonald's i want to be ronald in the future um oh, they have got um, a lotus biscoff mcflurry coming which is the first time ever and i think that's gonna be gorgeous you know what so i'm gonna be Go on. hot take i'm gonna be controversial i'm over it 
I'm I'm no. over I'm over Biscoff. I feel like no. I've got Biscoff coming out of my tits. It's everywhere. <laughs> I feel like this is so we had this with Nutella, then it was Reese's and Oreo, and then yeah. the, the Biscoff hype's been a couple years now. I don't know. I feel like the reason I'm really uh, up well fatigued with it is because two uh, 2021 I was all in. I was all in. And there's a really nice place called Cafe 19 in Manchester that do the best pancakes I've ever had, and they do really amazing Biscoff stuff there. But I, I'm I'm tired. I'm so t- don't make me eat more Biscoff. <laughs> I love Biscoff. I always go for a Biscoff milkshake every time I get one. So I'm going to mix me much fluey up and turn it into a milkshake and Say- then suck it to a straw. That's my plan. Saying that, though, the Biscoff chocolate that we had, game changer. That was insane. See? That was as insane. Long as, as long as they keep keep on the hype and keep doing new products out, I think I think Biscoff could... Well, we could see a good future for Biscoff. <laughs> now, I can't believe I wanted- we're now doing sports commentary. For the profitability of snacks in the future. (laughs) What is this podcast coming to? Honest to God. What is this podcast coming to that we've had to set aside time just to read through (laughs) the recommendations of snacks? By the way, we haven't even got time for it. There's, there's, there's like 20 here. <laughs> we, there's we, 20. So do you want to pick one more from that list I, that we're kind I of will. excited about? Uh, what, uh, no, I'm going to do the opposite. Pickle, cotton, candy, fuck off. Not happening. After the chocolate-covered pickles and that traumatic event, yeah. I'm, I'm hardline no on the pickle, cotton, candy. That is really hard to say. Do I say it 10 P- times now? Go. Go. P- pickle, cotton, candy. It is hard, it's really but I hard. do have a speech impediment and so... Yeah, really, really, so you're just picking on somebody me. with a yeah, no, yeah, you're just picking on someone with a slight disability now. But <laughs> I, yeah, I um, don't get me wrong, we absolutely will try that. But I'm already mad about it because the pickle cotton, no, the chocolate covered pickles last time were the most yeah. god awful things I've ever tried, and I had to they make look, them. Yeah, you made them and they looked like little dog shits. It was horrible. Oh, oh they smelled like it. They tasted like it. <laughs> it was dog shit. <laughs> That's I, what it was. I don't. I don't want pickled flavoured anything unless it's a pickle, to be honest. Yeah, those big pickles, fantastic. 10 out of 10. Um, also, oh, I actually think I'm all, you know what? I don't mind um, being flaky. I don't mind immediately going back on what I said. One of these other recommendations, Biscoff croissants. Actually, I am kind of into that. Oh, I, so I'm full circle now. I will put my hands up and deny everything I said five minutes ago. That sounds mint. <laughs> you sound exactly like a bloody conservative MP. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to U-turn on the Biscoff uh, public statement. <laughs> I'm pro Biscoff again. <laughs> right, do you know what? I, um, I'm going to make sure we've got at least one of those snacks that we mentioned for next time we're in studio, 100%. Oh, God, well, we should, apparently we just need to grab a jar of Biscoff and slap it on anything. I give it two Down weeks, we're going to get pi- Biscoff pickles coming in next. Well, we'll combine the two, definitely. <laughs> the Gossip Gaze. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. 
This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. And welcome back. So this is where we try to answer your dilemmas and give you a bit of advice because what everyone wants is my advice. Um, But before we do that, are you a loyal listener of The Gossip Gaze? Are you that listener that sets an alarm on Mondays and Thursdays ready for us to release? And are you laughing out loud maybe right now on the train or as you're driving to work? Definitely. Well, why don't you tell your besties, your fellow queens, your allies all about The Gossip Gaze? Spread the love. By spreading the podcast. Yes, share this episode on WhatsApp now and we'll give you a few moments while you listen to a gorgeous ocean breeze with waves lapping up. And that means I'm making Lucas search for that sound. That right also now. has the sound of 75 men at the gay beach just over the rocks. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you shit. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Lucas, for them gorgeous sounds of the ocean breeze. Now, we're going to crack on with the listener's letter, and this is where we help you solve your problems, your dilemmas. Sometimes you ask our opinion on stuff. This is the bit of the show where we do that, and you can get in contact via the WhatsApp. You can send an email. You can DM us, all of those methods. But, yeah, any problems, a problem shared is a problem halved. Let us know what's on your mind. Exactly. That's what we want from this section. Uh, who's who's written in today? Have they left a name? No, they no. haven't. Oh. And Sam, this is more than four paragraphs. Well, it's actually more than two paragraphs and my tongue gets tied. So do you want to read this? <laughs> yeah, go on. I'll treat you. you, are, you you've, you've had a busy day DJing. That's, you have. settle down for a bit. Right. Hi, everyone. Love the podcast. I would like your thoughts and help on my situation. I live with my partner in his parents' house, which at first was supposed to be temporary, but 12 months down the line does not sound temporary. We're still here. Brackets, sold a house, bought a new house, and they fell through three times. Oh, that sucks. That is shit. Although they live abroad, his mum needed an operation and is now home. Right, so that's another layer as well. My partner and his mum have a really weird relationship. He's an absolute mummy's boy who calls her mummy and panders to her every need. 
She never had emotional support from her husband, so leans on my partner and treats him like a partner. Brackets, asks him to take her out and buy her treats. Close brackets. I, is this a letter where she's worried that her partner's dating his mum? Because that's what I it sounds so. like. Sounds like. I find it weird how they talk to each other. She recently told him to clean up, otherwise she would smack his bottom. What icks me is he doesn't even seem embarrassed about her behaviour. If I call it out, then I'm told everyone's joking and it, I can't take a joke. His family already calls me snowflake because I don't like their homophobic, racist jokes and comments. I've still got to live with her until we get our new house, potentially a month. Any suggestions on how to survive? Jesus Christ, mummy. Bloody hell, right. I think, I not think, mummy. No, I'm not into the mummy thing, but I do want to say... I technically am a mummy's boy. Like I am. I. I. I In probably, what way? I probably, in some circumstances, some people might say I have. Like me, my sister, and my mum have a very close dynamic, and we're not scared to talk about anything. My mum listens to this podcast every week. She knows what I do and what I get up to. Let's just say that, and 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 she will talk to me about things. So to some people, that might be. They don't have that relationship with their mum and might see that as in quotations weird, but it's not. I just think this person does have a close relationship with the mum and they've just and the mum's just had an operation and he's now home. So the way that this person was like needs to pander to their every need, like the mum doesn't sound well. Do you know what I mean? Like mm. I like I I look after my mum, but I don't I'm not into the whole homophobic racist jokes like that that isn't done in my family i just want to just make that clear like we're not a racist homophobic family but i just think some people do have a different dynamic with their mum and because maybe living there it mm. is harder for you there's, i don't know what's 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 your take sam there's a lot going on right yeah and there's parts where i absolutely get it and there's yeah. parts where i'm like i think you're just overreacting um i think parts where you're possibly overreacting are him and his mom like going out for dinner and stuff like that, buying yeah. each other treats because that's you could have phrased that in a different way and it wouldn't sound as weird. Do you know what I mean? Like because you, 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 in the letter it's kind of been set up as like, oh well, they're doing it as a couple, whereas you know I'll I'll go out with dinner with my mom all the time. I'll buy her dinner to treat her, like vice versa. Because again, we just have 100%. a nice relationship. Um, however. I do not agree with mummy. I don't. Uh, I do not agree with the smack on the bottom. That's weird. I do think it's weird. <laughs> and again, you're right. It is probably just joking, but that would give me the ick. It would absolutely I... give me the ick. You yeah. cannot see someone's mother say to someone, I'm going to smack you on the bottom and still want to shag that person. <laughs> it's just impossible. You cannot <laughs> witness that. And... I get it. They might just be joking, but they also need to understand that they are absolutely ruining any sort of sexual chemistry you have with your partner because you are watching him be told by his mother, I'm going to smack you on the <laughs> bottom. I, I, I... And him probably replying, mummy, like, no, <laughs> right, done. When, when you put it like that, that does cringe me out a bit, but... I know for a fact in the past, my mum has said that to me as a joke, being like, oh, I'll smack you on the bottom. Is this Morgan? Has Morgan written this letter in? (laughs) (laughs) I know we say that every week as a joke, but this time it honestly lines up a little bit too much. (laughs) This could be Morgan. No, but um, my mum would never say that when it's 
a new date coming around or she's meeting somebody for the first time, like she knows how to act, like she's not stupid. But as like my mum and Morgan get on so well that he's caught, he, he's sort of like part of the family. And then these like family jokes then flutter through. So if anything, it just makes me feel like she's really comfortable around you. And also, I just want to throw this out there. I feel like you're a little bit jealous that your boyfriend is now spending more time with his mum who he's probably not seen and maybe you're feeling a little bit neglected i'm i'm on your boyfriend's side and, and i don't want to turn this listener away from us but i'm actually on your boyfriend's side for this like his mum's come home she's had an operation and i just think maybe you need to look at how you're feeling about maybe your relationship and how he's acting is that wrong to say? Like, I feel like Sam's looking at me like, like, oh, you bitch. I'm not. I'm not. I don't, I, I, you'd saying um, that she, she's jealous of the boyfriend's mom did make my jaw drop a little bit, but also not going to disagree. Um, no, I, I'm not saying they are. I'm just, I'm just playing devil's advocate. What I'm reading from the letter and what I'm feeling might be happening oh, well, i'm not saying fair. that is definitely happening yeah oh. i'm 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 getting the sense of that from the letter i could be completely wrong by the way uh but i just think maybe are you getting a little bit like oh he's doing all this to his mum but he's he's not taking me out of dinner for like six months or yeah. don't speak to me like that or he don't do this for me or don't do that but he's doing it for his mum like is there that sort of i think that's a natural emotion to have as well. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm just saying, is that where it's stemming from? And I also, don't know. Living with his parents is never going to be easy. Like this sort of tension was going to come out in some sort of form. And yeah. it's come out in a way that you basically are concerned about his relationship with his mom in comparison to yours. That is kind of like how it's come out. Um, and that will massively change by the time you do move out if you don't have the yik agreed i by the way like i 100 percent back you having the yik here i've got secondhand ick so bad i cannot even imagine um but i do also do think you need to be mindful of the fact that if she's had an operation she will it's not pandering she probably will just need help in general um, so the only thing you can do is actually have your own operation and fight for his attention. <laughs> that is the answer to everything. You don't even Get have to actually have one. Just like pretend you've broken your leg. Yeah, hundred percent. No, but I, I, how to survive moving forward uh, until because obviously you've had all this shit with the house that's fallen through and stuff, which is crap. And I do, and I do feel for you there because that is a is a bloody nightmare. Um, to survive it, I just think is. Oh, you just got to deal with it, aren't you? There's not you can do unless you get your own place, which obviously you don't want to do because you're just buying a house, so you can't be paying rent on two houses while you're trying to buy one. I think do you the, know what I mean. The way you survive it is next time he wants to fuck, you look him dead in the eye and say, "I'm thinking about the time your mom said she was going to smack your bottom and you called her mummy." <laughs> Give him a fucking reality check. I think that's what you need to do. <laughs> if he still wants to fuck after that girl come on <laughs> what this well... but that is like i i i i sorry i can't get over this because i'm so half and half i'm like yeah you're overreacting but that one thing is honestly sending me over the edge that honestly if i was in a situation yeah i'd absolutely would write into a podcast and be like what the fuck is happening 
I don't think it's as weird as you're making out. And I just think <laughs> I, sometimes, sometimes you just need to chill. And you know what? Oh, just chill the fuck out, love. Side note: My mum's a big fan of you. You know, I really? didn't know that. Yeah, well, I saw her the other day for dinner. She was like, oh, "I really like Billy. Seems lovely." Oh, do you know what? I'm. I think it shows she hasn't listened to a full episode, but <laughs> yeah, like all mums love me. Dan's mum loves me. My mum loves me. Your mum loves. Me. I think I'm just the mum magnet. See, my mom <laughs> does listen to the podcast, and the fact she's saying it means that I now know she doesn't understand what the shed episodes meant. What the what? Epi- the oh. shed episodes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> go back and listen. I don't. Your boyfriend pissed on me in the shed. There anyway. we go. If, if you're not heard that. <laughs> I hope that we've helped solve this problem. I think you need to be very direct about it. Not to the mom. Leave the mom out of it. It's not her Leave fault. the mom out of it. She's it's just being a fault. mom. She's being a mom. Exactly. It's, it's your, your boyfriend you need to chat to. Agreed. Well, thank you for writing in. And if you have a dilemma like that, if you've got a mummy's boy boyfriend who you're sick to the back teeth of, have you got a girlfriend who's driving you up the wall, or have you got a hamster that won't stop wheeling on you? It's caging you and <laughs> fling it out the window. Whatever your problem we is. We know how to solve that. <laughs> we know how to solve it. Uh, write in to us um, on WhatsApp, or you can do an email, or you can do a DM. I'll carry a pigeon towards you always at Media City. We'll get That's it, my favourite method at the minute it's quite disruptive when we're recording and then there's just like a bang at the window but it's quite effective to be honest that's how this one came snacks in in the past yeah yeah that's (laughs) (laughs) of the week that's how the ones from australia came in on exactly the gossip case we're ready for some news do you know what sam i've not been in the uk for three weeks now and I, i i'm missing out on the news am i your main news source right now Literally, because I don't, I don't use Facebook anymore. I've, I've got rid of the app. I just have the Messenger because some of my work in the UK messaged me on Messenger, so I don't have Facebook. I don't see any of the stuff. My Twitter's just full of porn, and I don't get any news on Instagram. So I actually don't know what's going on in the world. I think the issue there, Billy, is you're not following porn stars with enough news informity. Well, I get do you know what my news from porn. <laughs> exactly right, Sam. Could have hit me with the news. Yeah, let's go. So. A bit more of a serious one first. And I mean, one thing I kind of want to acknowledge, I do hate how every single week, more than uh, more than not, there is some sort of thing about how it's uh, more difficult to be trans in the UK. But it's a thing and it's getting worse yeah. all the time and it's constantly happening, which is why we mention it, because I think it's quite easy to just ignore it. Pretend it's not there. John, a lot of these things I'm only aware of because I'm keeping track of them like a lot of these aren't even making massive headline mainstream news um which is why it gets normalized quite a lot Uh, the big development this week is the nhs are going to stop prescribing puberty blockers uh for children struggling with their gender identity so essentially what that means is the nhs is no longer going to support trans youth if they want to transition before the age of 18. why right here's the thing actually doing a bit of digging into it a lot of countries have been doing this um puberty blockers obviously help young trans people transition it helps make them feel themselves helps them well just feel better about themselves um so they can be prescribed to uh 16 to 18 year olds the stance on this has flopped so much over the last few years so i mean on 20 in 2020 uh 
the High Court ruled that children under 16 were unlikely to get um, support. And then in 2021, that decision was already overturned. Then recently, we've gone back to saying it can only be parents' consent. And now it's like, no, we're just stopping it for anyone. Because um, you could have even done it under 16 as well. Sorry, that's what I should have said earlier. In yeah. some cases, people under 16 could have had support for their gender identity. Now, here's the thing, right? So they've said it's because we don't know enough about it. So basically, they just they pause the development of puberty, right? Which, if you're trans, can be very beneficial. Um, so they're prescribed to children with gender dysphoria, or they were prescribed to people with gender dysphoria. Now, it's been studied, and we know this, that all the physical effects of puberty blockers can be reversed later in life they're not permanent at all yeah can i just jump in there dead quick because i've been on puberty blockers um oh. not uh, yeah i know because i had prem premature prem i can't say it premature. i had premature puberty when i so i started going to puberty right. when i was three years old my mum no took way. me to the doctors and was like, should he have hairs on his testicles? And the doctor was like, no. So then I got put on puberty blockers. Um, and at the time, my mum was like, well, what will happen? Like, what, what, what's going to happen? And they were like, the only really downside is that it will probably stunt his growth. Um, and that's why I'm probably a little bit shorter. Like, my dad's really tall and maybe I should have been really tall like my dad. But I'm not. I'm like, but I'm still an average height for a... Well, uh, you can you know say it's I mean? the puberty blockers, but actually, it's not quite confirmed that, Billy. But you can keep telling yourself that's why. Yes, you're yes, that's why I'm shocking. But there's so I've been on puberty blockers, and I still went through puberty and and absolutely fine. So if if there's not enough research, I just I, I'm just calling bullshit on that. Well, this is, right, this is what I'm getting at. So just a reminder, I'm not a doctor. The doctors know more about puberty blockers than I do. However, of course, there yeah. have been studies that you can find out there. Um, and essentially, they found that the physical effects are not permanent. The puberty blockers, they can just you know, help children who are transitioning. What they're now claiming is they're like, oh, well, we don't know the psychological effects of puberty blockers in the long run. Even though there have been studies in the last couple of years showing that there are no significant side effects of puberty blockers psychologically on children who have been taking them. But we've sort of just decided in the last year oh, well, we can't prove that for certain, so they've sort of stopped it. Um, this is just the NHS that's done it, by the way. Yeah. And this is kind of the other thing that we don't like about it. So you can still get them privately, but that means that it's just going to create a class divide for trans people. Oh, million percent. And which there already is that as well. Mm. well um, yeah, because there's so much money behind it. Like, it's exactly. insane. So that's happening at the minute. It's actually happening all over the world. A lot of countries that have been doing it have sort of stopped because there's sort of this mass decision of like, oh, well, we don't know the long-term psychological effects. And look, if it turns out that there are, you know, I'll put my hands up and I'll say, look, this has happened. But there are studies out there that have said there are no significant uh, long-term effects. It's something that has just been bad about quite a lot the last year yeah. or so so now a lot of countries put it on hold i remember finland sweden i mean america have stopped them altogether um in some states in america they made it a felony to prescribe them which is it actually just... really interesting because i didn't know there was also just medical reasons for puberty blockers so people like yourself but now yeah. in america you just can't do that full stop well yeah so there is medical reasons why because because i need them when i was younger because I didn't want to be a three-year-old with fucking 
you all right, mate? Yeah. <laughs> Could you, you imagine? Know I mean? <laughs> Insane. Um, but this just feels like the the timing feels like it's um, another setback and not another legitimate reason. It feels like another pushback against the trans community. Do you know what I mean? Like the timing of it all when the trans community are facing so much yeah. backlash. This feels like another thing where it's like, oh, for fuck's sake. Do you know what I mean? If If this was maybe five, six years ago where we didn't have all this trans hate and rhetoric, which we still probably did, but it just feels at the moment we've got it way more. Yeah. We, it, we, we, it might have been a little bit more forgivable, but at the moment it just feels like, oh, an, another thing that trans people have to deal with. And mm. it's annoying as hell. Yeah, and that's it. And if, look, if they do more research and it turns out that there are psychological effects, I'll eat my words. I'll say it on this podcast. It's just, I think, I, I don't like that a few years ago, they were doing studies saying there's, there's no effects and now all of a sudden they're saying we don't know. Uh, yeah. how, how, how have we lost knowledge? Convenient. I, I, it Very sense. convenient in it. Fucking hell. Um, something a bit more positive. So you know how much I loved I Kissed a Boy. Fucking I loved it as well. Show. Do you know what? And, and the most annoying thing is I got to watch four episodes before I left and then I've tried to go into the BBC and like they're blocking it. I, I can't be asked with a VPN. Anybody tells Home me to it, d- d- download a VPN. I can't be asked doing that. Um, I'm too busy. So but you've I only watched I, half of it? I've watched half of it. I know there's been dramas. I know there's a so reunion. Much. I know some people are getting the villain edit. Um, it sounds like a fantastic show. Like I can't <laughs> wait to get home and watch it. Like I love trash reality TV and I think they've made some good reality telly. They have. I yeah. absolutely loved that show i think it accomplished the impossible which is they took a love island format and they made it interesting again um, yeah it was brilliant i think it was such a stale format and they actually relived it up and i honestly i think most of that was just in casting they Two just seconds. they cast good people on it and they did a good job of it um well it's it's been received really well and bbc are now casting for i kissed a girl so I kissed a girl, yeah. So Danny Minogue's hosting it again, which is amazing, and they're casting it now. So I'm so glad they're doing something for the girls who like girls. If you listen to this podcast and you're a single lady, get on that show, and then when you make all your money, we only want ten percent. Exactly. I I think I think it's going to be as good, if not better, than I kissed a boy. I'm I'm honestly I'm really excited for it because I don't think there's been much lesbian representation in tv in general never i i can remember there was a show back in the day called playing it straight i think i think you've seen that haven't you? yeah (laughs) there's like a lot of mid-naughty shows dating shows in particular that started gay representation but honestly just in the worst way like it hasn't aged well at the time exactly fucking fantastic and i'm not even gonna lie i love those shows but looking yeah. back it's aged horribly particularly when you take into account that it is the only gay representation that yeah. <laughs> was out there but those shows were only ever gay men like i don't i mm. i've never seen a reality show that features strictly um lesbians or girls well, who like girls even now yeah because what like i think if you look at things like first dates now i know i'll be wrong but when I think of first dates, I can think of a lot of gay male couples that they've pushed. I know there would have yeah. been some lesbians on there, but I can't think of any because I think they've done it's, way more men. Um, it's Yeah, they have. I, I, I think they've definitely done more men than they have women, definitely. Yeah, and even things like, yeah, like Naked Attraction, stuff like that. Like They've all done queer episodes and queer contestants, but I would say like the majority the vast majority of men. So I think it's some nice representation. Also, 
I honestly just think lesbians are going to work really well for the format of um, I Kissed a Girl. I think it's going to be really good. I think I think the drama that we had this season on I Kissed a Boy, I think the girls are going to give us 10 times more drama and good telly. I think we're going to get some good telly. Yeah, I, look, I don't want to generalise at all. I'm not generalising. I'm. It's just, a, uh, I just noticed that all the lesbians I know fall in love fast and fall yeah. out of love faster. Like, yes, <laughs> not generalizing, just just a couple that I know. But if yes. that applies, <laughs> fantastic television, brilliant show. We'd have a great show. <laughs> and Danny and Kylie both recently took the number one spots on iTunes as well, didn't they? Both with individual songs. They did. So Danny Minogue um, is back um, releasing music, and her song is used for the I Kissed a Boy theme mm. tune. And that got into the iTunes charts and hit number one on there. I mean, on the the charts are so fucked up at the moment. Like the, there's, there's like the official, official charts where it's what actually matters. Um, she didn't get on there, I don't think, and neither did Padam Padam, but it is what it is. She got number one on iTunes for a bit, so I'm proud of her. It's crazy to see how much Padam Padam has had like a chokehold on the gay community, but it's not really actually breaking the straight mainstream. Have you seen that video on Twitter of her doing it at Capital Sometime Ball? The crowd are dead. The crowd oh, are like, what is going on? She should have done it at Hoopla, and the gays would have jumped that hard. I'd have felt it in Greece. The Hetties People, weren't feeling it. They weren't feeling it at all, but fuck them. We love Padam Padam, and Kylie's, Kylie thinks it's the biggest impact single she's had since I Can't Get You Out of My Head, so oh, there we good. go, that's what she said. Honestly, I really like Danny's as well, honestly. I like Danny's, It's yeah. a good song. Um, right, do you want one more story? Go on. I'm going to ask you a question. Hit me. Where's the worst place to wear a butt plug? <laughs> Where's the what? The worst The what? worst place to wear a butt plug. Now, let, let me clarify, I mean... You've got the butt plug in your butt, but where's the worst location to be wearing a butt plug? For me... Play along at I've, home. Um, I've got IBS, so in a restaurant <laughs> where I'm having um, some sort of um, rich food, like maybe like an Italian restaurant with lots of creamy sauces, that would be a nightmare Right, so me. Billy says Bella Italia. <laughs> <laughs> uh, or a funeral. Or a funeral. funeral? Or a funeral. Um, yeah. yeah, both good answers. Um, and if you're playing along at home and you said to your MRI scan, <gasps> then <laughs> you win. <laughs> right. So oh, this this story is blowing my fucking mind. So a woman goes to an MRI scan, puts a butt plug in. That butt plug within, well, pretty much immediately, I think shoots up into her chest cavity because it had metal in it and oh. you shouldn't wear metal into an MRI scan. You shouldn't wear a butt plug into an MRI scan. She is now suing the sex toy company because it was sold as a 100% silicone butt plug. Shit. Insane. Absolutely insane. Oh my God. Well, have they got it out? The, the story's kind of come viral over TikTok and there's some stuff off Twitter, but it's not the details are still foggy because it hasn't gone to trial yet. Okay, Just that shit. she wants to sue this company. Now, here's a few things, though. So, even if you thought it was 100% silicone, why why have you put a butt plug in before an MRI scan? <laughs> what what is, made right? you go to an MRI scan and think, I know I could spice this up a little bit? <laughs> I, I, I do know there's people who 
their sexual preference is to wear a tie or have a tie in them throughout the day. But for example, when you're doing things like going to the gym or your, it's basically like a ring because sometimes I was watching an episode of Shark Tank and rings on people like like on your finger uh, can get caught and pull your finger off or like really oh. damage your finger oh. so like take that off when you're at the gym or take it off when you're getting an MRI like, take the toy off when you're doing something yeah. especially something medical where they might I don't know maybe may, maybe she likes the risk of having it in well here's the thing right so when you get an MRI scan I yeah. mean, also, so this, this this woman, she was injured, and you know, sympathies to her. I hope absolutely, I hope yeah. yeah. Sympathies to her. Wish her all the best. Hope she's okay. No. <laughs> Lucas asked if it burst out of her chest. No, just into the cavity. <laughs> just oh, into the gosh. cavity. But yeah. So this woman was injured, right? And I hope she's okay. All of that. I wish her all the best. All the sympathies to her from the gossip gays. Having said that, you fucking div. Yes, taking yeah. div. Even if you thought it was 100% silicone, right? There is not a wait because when you get an MRI scan, some don't want you to eat four hours before because it can mess mm. with the results. Some don't want you to wear deodorant because it can interfere with the scan. And you get told to take everything out because guess what? It's an MRI scan and it's fucking dangerous. Yeah. I do not believe that she spoke to the doctor. I do not believe that doctor said, do you have anything on you? And I don't believe that woman said, yes, I have a butt plug in right now. And yeah, if she did, no. I don't think that doctor said, cool, in you get. Because he can't confirm that it's 100% silicone, right? No, of course so not. He's I, not going to be I, like, yeah, get in. I, I think we'll see in a not so distant future when you get an MRI stand, it will say, <laughs> do you have anything inside of you, including dildos, butt plugs? Da, da, da. It's gonna say that. I'm telling you now. The thing is, 100 gonna say that moving forward. As silly as I think she is, if she does take this to court, she probably will win. She probably will win because at the end of the day, this company missold the butt plug. They said it was 100 silicone. It wasn't, yeah. and that led to an injury. Um, what's interesting though, so again, these are like lawyers on TikTok that I've seen talk about it. Like they yeah. they react to cases and they talk about like what could happen. Um, and they say that it's actually quite a difficult case because um, one thing you have to take into account is foreseeability. So for this woman to win, she basically has to prove, like, is it reasonable to expect the sex toy company to anticipate that someone would buy their butt plug and insert it before an MRI scan where it would potentially jump into her chest cavity? No. And if it's not I'd... reasonable, then she won't win. Right, I don't think she's going to win. I think, can you keep an eye on this story? And when it I goes will. to court, can you give us an update? I tried to find some other other like butt plug stories. To, oh, need to careful how I say that. Try to find some other butt plug lawsuits and things like that to see like how this could go. And there was a woman, um, I don't know if it was uh, he, she or they actually, a person, I want to say a person because I don't yeah. actually know, um, a person who won six and a half grand suing a sex toy company just because their butt plug just slipped in too far like it wasn't the, an issue with the product really like they, they just they were using it it slipped in too far they had to stay overnight at a hospital uh, waiting for an operation for it to then get whipped out um oh, but they won six and a half grand just because yeah. of the trauma of having to stay in hospital for a night and that they had to have an operation even though that wasn't actually the sex toy company's fault no it's not i i i sometimes get a little bit scared um 
because you hear horror stories like that all the time. But you know what? Don't stop me trying. Don't stop me trying the toys out. So if there's any any book plug uh, companies out there who want to send us a toy to review, I'll review it on this book. <laughs> Live. Billy won't stop trying to make six and a half grand from a lawsuit case. Exactly. He's tried so hard, but they always come back out. A hundred percent. Always, always come back out, unfortunately. Um, and if you're listening to this podcast yeah. in, uh, an, before an MRI scan, I know you're thinking about that book plug, but don't do it. Not Maybe worth not it. Do it. Don't do it. Well, thank you very much for today, Sam. I think we round off there. But remember, we've got a little Brucey bonus on Monday where me and Sam are going to be entering Hetty Room 101 because we've got loads of people who are getting involved on that. So thank you. Um, and I hope you all have a fabulous week. And if you do want to get in touch with us, uh, you can share a dilemma, a funny story or anything else. Tamp crazy or cuckoo. How many emails have you lost? lost? Tell us. <laughs> At the podcast. Yeah, we want to know. We want to know, did you make it to half grand by losing a butt plug? Um, you can email us, letters at gossipdayspod.com or you can DM us on Instagram at gossipdayspod or, of course, use the WhatsApp and then find us on Monday for Brucey bonus. Have a fab weekend, everybody. Oh, have a good one. Love yous. Bye. Bye. The Gossip Gaze. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.